podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And you have another striker. It's not like Arsenal, where you don't have another striker. So if Giroud plays badly, you're screwed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's disrespectful to Lucas Perez. Lucas what? Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. I am Daniel Look. I am Hope. Follow us on Instagram, SoundCloud, like the damn podcast before listening because you know you will like it. So you might as well save yourself the trouble and just press the like button now and share that biatch. You forgot Twitter and Facebook, but that's okay. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we do this every Tuesday. Like AA said, we have a bunch of links. Find them out. Click them. Oh, ooh. Sorry. I know I just sounded like a little kid who knew something in the classroom. And he's like, ooh, ooh, pick me, pick me. But uh, I've been asking people, like, to to leave ratings, right, uh, on the iTunes store. Oh, and, yeah? I said, and I said if they were good, we'd read them. So we got two uh, on the iTunes. Um, so is this two in total or two for the last? Um... No, no, two in total. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I have no idea how many people use iTunes or okay. um, just basically the Apple Store to listen to us, but we did get two reviews from oh. LMAO, LOL, LOL, um, Amazing Podcasts, Like a Prostitute's Ah, and he gave five stars. His comment was Yakubu's. <laughs> <laughs> An excellent program, five stars from Hack. Have watched Double H videos on YouTube for a while. Love the podcast. Very in-depth and entertaining. So shout out to you guys um, for leaving five-star reviews. Um, it actually helps us. So if they look us up and they see, yo, people like the show, they're more inclined to listen, which helps us out uh, in the long run. So appreciate you guys for leaving those reviews. Um, if you haven't done one already, leave one. Like Double H says, though, if it's not five stars, uh, we're not going to read it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe four stars if it's no nice. no 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 maybe no no it totally gets read if it's five so that's the deal if you yeah. want it to be read if you want some your five minutes of fame give it to five stars more like twenty seconds but it is what it is um, <laughs> so big matches this week or that happened uh, over the weekend do you want to start in Spain or you want to start man in- Daniel in- I will start. Wherever the wind takes me. Wherever the wind takes me. That's not really an answer. That's just like whatever I say, that's what we'll do. Okay, the, the wind shall take me to El, El Crapico. Build as a game. I, I thought it was going to be a 2-2. I thought it was going to be an exciting game. And I didn't take into account how completely, totally garbage Karim Jeremiah Benzema would be. And Lucas Jeremiah Vasquez. Two horrendous pretty useless players the absence of Bale and um, Morata mm. really felt for Real Madrid and for Barcelona they played better in the second half but the team has issues the team has issues so it was definitely a case of Real Madrid came out much better off than Barcelona it's three games now that Barcelona have gone without a win and I think this is their worst start to La Liga in nine years <sighs> You brought up the big point, which was Gareth Bale, right? Because mm. if Bale plays, yeah, well, they win. If Bale plays, Ronaldo plays centrally, which means Benzema probably doesn't play. So you eliminate that factor from the game, mm. and 
I, they they scored more than one goal. Certainly oh, not. So certainly not in the what was it stoppage time? Ninety something yeah. minute. Yeah. Ramos, by the way, clutch. God, this guy. No, no, no. His new name is um Sergio Clutch Ramos. It's so many times, three times now. Sergio Clutch Ramos, like the amounts of classicals, Champions League finals. It doesn't yeah, really, like incredible. if you need a goal and you have a set piece, this man will score. But yeah, no, but yeah, no the game was just very, very. It just wasn't. It just wasn't great. Like Messi didn't have his greatest game, so I think that obviously contributed to it. Um, but it just sort of like just because even when I was watching, I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm sort of watching," but I'm sort of like, oh, "Wait a minute, is this match still going on?" Mm. And but Neymar had a great opportunity. Oh, that's. I mean, the the move that he he sent the guy to, yeah. you know, he sent the guy Uranus, to and then he just yeah. shot it over. And it, do, do, do you know what I think? I, I think he wanted to score. A, he, he didn't just want to pass. He could have passed it. Yeah, yeah he could have passed, passed it. Um, Navas <clears throat> into you know the far post, but I mm. think he wanted to score a really, really good goal and then celebrate. I'm sure he might have had a message under his shirt for the mm. Chapa Wednesday team. I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just think he wanted to score a a great goal and then do a tribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that went into his head. Maybe the, did the ball take a bobble, and that's why it went high. No, 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 it was fine. No, no bobble. Just literally, like even if he smacked the t-shirt, still scored. Mm. Even if he smacked the ball, it's like you have to score that. It was literally mm. right there. Like, and the keeper stood zero chance, zero right, chance. Right. Yeah, that that was unfortunate, but that was his best chance for sure. Cristiano, I think he only had like one shot on target, which was in the first half with his left foot, and that was it. I mean, it's so, hard when you're not getting supply, really. Like, Bale is probably his best asset at this moment in time. Mm. Because Cristiano isn't the Cristiano of five, six years ago. He's slowing down. He's 31. So he needs that kind of sidekick at this point. How do, how do I put this? In terms of marketing, Ronaldo is still Batman, right? But on the pitch, Bale is Batman and Ronaldo's Robin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. So if you take away Batman, <laughs> Robin's gonna get messed up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like nobody goes and, and watches a Robin film or buys a Robin. <laughs> comic book. It's like, and if you it do, what it I, is, man. I fear for you. Okay, I, I, I fear for your life. Yes, and also, um, I thought it was imperative for Barcelona to win the game. So Madrid not playing well and getting a draw at the yeah. new camp. It's okay. I mean, it's not. You could have put it not to bed, but you could have put it. Yeah, no, but I think that would have been greedy. Nine points, right? right. Nine, nine points greedy. before the winter break. Yeah, that's just greedy. But six points is still great because I mean, and six points is nothing. But six points is a nice little breather. It's a nice mm. breather. And also, this Barcelona team are they, they? They could still drop points. Right, right, right. I was I was gonna so. say that it's like it's a six point gap if Barcelona don't lose any more games. Yeah. So if they do, you give yourself, what's that, three draws, two losses, or a combination, whatever the, whatever the points are, if Barcelona play perfectly. Mm. So it looked a boring game because of the game that happened previously. Whenever you get like a 90th minute goal, um, the game's not dead. It's just not it, – it just wasn't great. Yeah. So. No, no, for me, I, I think, oh, you know what? Yo, I, yo, I, yo, 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 do you think um, – Either Zidane or Enrique, do you think they either one of them had particularly good games? Um, not really. For me, like it just that's why the game just seemed very like yeah. It seemed distant. 
Yeah, so I but basically I I would have loved it if Bale and Morata were fit. Because if Bill and Morata were because I think that in the first half you could see that tactically you could see what was that there was good stuff from defense to midfield, but it just kept on breaking down with Benzema and Vasquez. Because Vasquez kept on losing the ball and Benzema, nothing stuck to him. Anything like there was one chance in the second half where the ball was played into him in the 18 yard box. Horrendous control and PK just easily got it off him. So it's like it's hard because I think that Zidane, this would have been a really good tactical thing for Zidane, but things just kept on breaking down because of two bricks up front. But if there mm. was Bale and Morata receiving those balls, who knows? I mean, they would have caused Barcelona a lot of problems because that defense is still not tight. Mm. <laughs> like we said last week, it's two set piece goals. Yeah. So I guess it, it wasn't great. No, no. But no, it no. wasn't. El Crapico. I don't know why he disrespected. Yeah, no, no. For me, I mean, because of course it's a nice name, and I think it was compared to other classicals, it was crap. I mean, compared to because it easily it's the worst one I've, I've ever seen. So um, ever, yeah. Like I can't think. Well, see, of... well, see, like I'm not the person to get into like the encyclopedia of Spanish football with because you know no, my no, no, knowledge no, is no, fairly no, limited. No, but the worst I have seen, yeah. I've not watched everyone, but the ones I've watched, it's the worst that I have seen. So. The ones in the Dini days were always good, and the thing, yeah, those are all good, but this, for some reason, was just very dry, very flat. Mm. It needed a fight. No, it just basically, Barcelona are playing, basically, two things, two reasons. Barcelona are playing badly, yeah. Real Madrid were missing two very it's important done. offenses. And also, Madrid yeah. didn't need to win. Yeah, they didn't they need to win. So they it's, wanted it's they... to win, though. They right. wanted to win. They wanted to win, but. They didn't need to win. Right. So just going to the new camp and getting a draw. Like, we don't need to. If we lose and it again goes to three. Yeah. And also, what was it called? Two set pieces and two headers. So nothing was done from open play. It was more from two set pieces. So just like, just that Neymar chance, really. Yeah. Yeah. Messi was quiet then, wasn't he? Very, like, hardly didn't. And Hushed. I think that's why. Pacified. Yeah, no, but like that's what I hear. Yeah, you can talk about the big three. If Messi doesn't play well, Barcelona rarely win. Is that true? They rarely was, win, or they just don't win with style. They rarely. If but Messi is like anonymous, because rarely, Neymar and Suarez are still good. Like I remember, was it last season when Messi was missing? They played hmm. well. <laughs> they played but, very well. But I'm talking it. about this season, though. This okay. season is. If Messi, like, what's it called? I think the match against Malaga, Messi was injured 0 0. Or was it 1 1? So, um, it might have been 0 0. Look, man, let's, let's get back to what was the, what I, would I think is the game of, game of the season so far, man. What, Swansea Crystal Palace? Yep. No. <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I knew exactly what it was. I said yes, of course. Swansea against Crystal Palace, of course, the game of the season. Swansea. There was 5 4. Lorenzo. 1 0. Crystal Swansea Crystal Palace. Okay, this might be a good way to transition. So, you thought the man, you love come. your your transitions, man. Damn. Say it again. I said you you are obsessed with your transitions, man, and your segues. It's a it's a continuity thing. I don't know if that's because I'm I'm a writer or whatever, but oh, a writer, of course, oh, of course. Oh yes, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, you said that the classical was boring, and I said it was. It seemed boring. Maybe because it was, but also because uh, the El Cachico or Manchester City versus Chelsea 
was an exciting match. Did have drama. It had red cards. It had goals. It had tactics. It had, you know, just moments of craziness, which made it, like you say, probably the game of the season so far. Well, wait, what, what do you mean by, by, by probably? It says the game of the season so far. I still think that that game that went 5-4 with Crystal Palace and Swansea City might be game of the season. How no no okay that's meant to be for excitement as far as quality of football. Are you telling me that game had the same quality of football and the same tactical? It's the same input? argument we had with El Clasico. Okay, which story is better? No no, we're talking about the best match of the season, not the. I'm most talking excited. about entertainment. You're talking about actual football, which is probably yeah, what I should and, be talking about too. About. Like this is <laughs> this isn't like Hollywood or some kind of show business. <laughs> this is for football. So when I say the best match of the season, we're talking about the best football match. Over 90 minutes of the season. That's boring, okay? You need excitement. Just Wait, <laughs> 22 Wait. people just kicking a ball on the over the ground. I can I can get 22 people from the neighborhood, and we can do that. We need and, excitement. And, and I wouldn't watch because you guys would be crap. I want I want to see highly skilled guys do it. And what we saw for Chelsea Man City was quality. I'm just being contrary to me. Danny T, man. Re-up, baby. Re-up. Okay. Match of the season. It was match of the season, man. So far, Gary Cahill, liability. What was that? He's a liability. I, I I kept warning people about him. Gary Cahill is a Gary Jeremiah Cahill is a liability. He had I, a nice. Kurt block, Zuma though. can't get in this team soon enough, man. Hmm? Kurt Zuma can't get in this team soon. Oh, yeah, enough. No, no, he's, no, he's he's coming. He's coming. Like I mean, Cahill. Is I just, just don't trust Gary, man. I don't trust him. He's suspect, man. That's the best word, suspect. Yeah, no, no, no. He is. He's like. Nah, you, you, you can't trust that brethren, man. I mean, why try to clear it with the... Uh, just use your left foot, like... No, for me, it's not even about the own goal. The own goal is, is one thing. It's the, the amount of times he was sweating under Dodo De Bruyne. Was mm. similar. I think Guardiola actually identified him as a weak point. And he of course, the- we identified him as a weakness. Yeah. We identified the whole back three as a weakness, to be fair. Like, and he was lucky because he got a few very crucial calls from um, the ref, Anthony Taylor. Mm. You know, so which, which was what was frustrating De Bruyne all the time because Cahill, it was always like one on one with Cahill and De Bruyne, and it was like, man, this is this is not looking good. <laughs> this is not looking good. But I mean, the the, the quality of their own goal was was pretty good. No, I think yeah. like top I mean, no, no, I mean, <laughs> I think it was it that or. Drogba's own goal that was like amazing, like a, a headed goal, which was like bloody good. So I've seen better own goals. It might have been Hasselbank. Yeah. I don't remember Drogba scoring too many own goals, if, if any. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it was a it was a good own goal. Um, if City go up two 0 they 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 win the game, right? I think I texted yes. you that. Yes. Um, yes. But De Bruyne, man, <laughs> that miss. <laughs> That's why Rodrigo sold him, right? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Listen, no, no, no. <laughs> now that's being very harsh. Basically, so you're saying that Mourinho's now vindicated because of that one uh, moment. No, 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 no. Mourinho's vindicated because De Bruyne missed and then William scored the go-ahead goal. <laughs> that's how he's vindicated because no, 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 he sold Sherla, he sold De Bruyne, he sold Salah, he kept William. De Bruyne misses an open goal and William basically wins the game. So, Mourinho, you're vindicated, at least for a week. 
No, 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 no. I mean, look, 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 man. It's no, but the game was amazing, man. The game was an, an amazing game. So, what was your biggest takeaway from Chelsea it? Won? Say it again. Were you surprised that Chelsea won? I mean, I predicted two-one City, but I'm never gonna say Chelsea are gonna win a big game just because you know reverse psychology. I don't yeah. want to jinx anything. Um, but if I had to be honest, I probably thought it was going to be a draw, you know, one-one, something like that. Um, but yeah, so to answer the question, yes, <laughs> yes, I was. And then to win three-one, and to win the way we did, it wasn't except for the first one. The goals were counterattacking goals, right? But mm. it, it does. It doesn't feel like that's what we came to do. It, it, it didn't feel like, yo, we're going to try to sit back, put 11 men behind the ball, and then in one action, we punt it forward, and maybe we get something from it. Yeah, can I ask you a very quick question? Go ahead. Am I, because again, again, this is a Chelsea fans trying to get on my, on my tits. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong in saying that for Chelsea, Diego Costa was the best player, not Hazard? Hmm. One goal... I believe one assist. I'm just General trying, to, I'm trying to go through who was on the pitch in my head. Um, it wasn't Courtois. It wasn't any of that. Well, Louise was pretty good. So Louise, it was either Louise, Kante, Costa, or Hazard. He did score. He laid one off for William. Um, I know, no, no, look, that just and, and I also the it's it's the way he leads no, the line, Diego. No, no, but also no, remember, it just wasn't a layoff. His touch to get away from the city guy, Otamendi. Yeah, that was key. Actually, wait, 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 was it Otamendi? Otamendi, he gambled. He tried to get in front of the ball, and then Costa took a touch and just basically spun away. And and also because Pep decided to go back three, you're leaving yeah. Collar off and Stones as the only people to try and to mark Williams. See, see, that's and, the issue. And Bravo also like is is he that much better than Joe Hart really? Mm, look, Joe, Joe Hart, I feel like he saves the, the first Costa goal. Mm. Maybe the Hazard goal. Uh, that's first Costa goal. That was, that, 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 was, that was pretty close, man. Like, he might save the William goal. Might. That, that's way too close to, to save her for a keeper. You think what tricked Bravo was just Hazard's kind of body. It looked like he was going to shoot far post and then he went near post. So maybe a different keeper notices the feint and does something different. But, you know, maybe I would have noticed it. So maybe that's not really a good argument. But, <laughs> but yeah, I just I, – since the what, – what, what, his first game was Manchester United, bravo. I, I'm just – I haven't been convinced with him. And then, Look, and then he um, got sent off in the Champions League and – Basically, like Pep's whole reasoning is – he can kick. I don't want a goalkeeper who can kick. I want a goalkeeper who can save. I, mean, I said this from the very when this thing happened. I said a goalkeeper is called a goalkeeper. He's not called a sweeper or a thing. That's oh, it's all well and good. That's a nice extra thing. But your first point of call as a goalkeeper is to save. Your second point of call as a goalkeeper is to save. Your third point of call as a goalkeeper is to save. Mm. So I'm trying to think of uh, the discussion we had. I think we said that Joe Hart would have been the fifth best goalkeeper in the league. Maybe hmm. fourth. Um, wait, in, I, the, I, I, in, the, in the Premier League? Like, say it again? Wait, in, in, the, in the Premier League? Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. He's, I'd, I'd put him top two or top three. Stop. Come on. Okay. Apart from the, the, the hair, who's, who's better than Hart in the Premier League? Czech, Courtois, Czech, Luis. Uh, no. 
Okay, Kutua, I'll give you Kutua. So basically, check is better than Joe Hart. Don't mm-hmm. even start this. Whether you want to look at right now, historic check over for right now. one shot stopping, positioning. Come on, control in the in the eighteen yard box. Come on, man. He's look look. I'm Petr- not having it. No, Petr- no, no, Petr- no, no. Now, no. Petacek of like six, seven years ago. Chelsea. Petacek right now. Petacek five years from now will be better than Joe Hart right now. Man, I don't, don't know, man. Georgia Hart's make some pretty ridiculous saves, man. The guy makes like I'm talking about match winning saves. Like this guy makes some crazy. If, if he was so great, then how come Torino was the level of club that he's at now? What do What do you mean? I'm saying if he was so good, why mm. did he go to Torino? How come a better club? Hasn't, didn't try to sign him up alone or buy him. Wait, how many clubs need like a first choice keeper, really? Most clubs are already set. And also, Joe Hart isn't going to go out and be second choice. And they would not. Liverpool needed one. Be second choice. Liverpool needed one. Everton needed one. Well, that's the loss. Why is he at Torino? It's where it's their loss, mate. Maybe because, because, because their, their scouts are crap. Simple as that. Middlesbrough just scored against Hull, by the way. Was it? Middlesbrough just scored against Hull. Gaston Ramirez in the oh, 60th minute. Nice one, Ramirez, man. He seems No, look, man. I mean, Chelsea, um, Conte, man. No, but basically, sorry. I forgot. That was the point I wanted to make. For Guardiola, you have to chill. You can't be so attacking. There was no reason for why you considered that William goal. No reason. As in, the over-eagerness mm. to get that goal from 1-1 was too much. Too much. It happens a lot, though, where teams, if they go down 2-1, or if they go even 1-1 sometimes, like this, like that instance, they go all out attacking to try to get the goal back as soon as possible. When not, the best not like Pep's teams, man. And, I, and also, the key thing as well is that the defenders you're leaving back are Kolarov and John Stones. John Stones, <laughs> you are not Bonucci. You're not Max Hommels. Okay? Clear the damn ball. I mean, he has the ability to... He has the potential to be there one time, but you're not that. So John Stones needs to focus... Because remember, as good as Bonucci is on the ball, the guy still knows how to do, like, sticks and stones and good old-fashioned de- defending. John Stones, you need to just refine and work on just that old school proper defending before you now start to now refine your skills as playing with the ball and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So and also I mean I think Sane and Navas were the wing backs. I mean com- compared with Alonso and Moses, it's not even close um in terms of quality or just the adaptation to those roles. If you have the likes of Kolarov who's a natural fullback, not really a center back. And John Stones, who's still in the developmental stage of his career, if you play a back three, it's inevitable that they're going to be left on islands. And then if Otamendi makes that one mistake, then it's one-on-one. So mm-hmm. I, I think Pep trying to match up. Was it Everton who tried to match up with Chelsea and got battered? This is a, this is a better question if we want to talk tactics, right? <laughs> is there a way to beat the 3-4-3? Have you figured this out yet? Guardiola figured it out. He did. Like, he did. Like, tactically, he figured it out. It's just that they didn't take their, their chances. Hmm. That's true. So it's like... That's interesting. Because... And, and also, the thing is that 
especially now festivals like yep this three for three it's all well and good but which is what i said to begin with you need three quality defenders Luis, Aspilicueta, and Cahill are not three quality defenders, so they will struggle. And you saw how much they struggled. Every time City attacked, it looked like if they were going to score. You know, this was almost a penalty. Luis should have been sent off. Like, that was no, a foul. that was yes. shoulder No, 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 yes. Yes. He shoulder to shoulder. No, 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 no. He, he blocked him last man. That, that's a red. red it's shoulder to shoulder. No, 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 no. A block is if he's in front and, like, just... No, 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 I mean, like, impedes him. He motions his body to block his, his his path, which do not allow him to, to run for the ball. Like, it's, I mean, really, to be fully objective, that, that was a red. But again, you. Not, not, not to me. Yeah. But, but basically, City, like Pep, he set his team on perfectly to really get at those three. He nullified the wing play of um, Moses and Alonso. He figured it out just that De Bruyne, you missed like from two yards out. You missed a one on one. Sane, could it have been a penalty, yes or, or no? They had their chances. Very good chances. Hmm. What's the question I'm trying to ask? Do you think teams that play Chelsea will just go with wing backs themselves, whether 3 5 2 or 3 4 3 or, or whatever, and just try to nullify the offensive production of Moses and Alonso? Yeah, and no, I think, yeah, I think so. They will look at what Tottenham and City have done, say, okay, we need wing players and we need to just move the ball quickly so that we have a situation where it's like a three and three mm-hmm. because we want to really stretch out and test that back three that look as if if you bring in some speed, you can put them under a lot of pressure because these guys are still not comfortable in that three. They're sort of just making do, but you're seeing last-ditch tackles, trying to get some fouls, trying, trying to use their physicality and experience to try and get in front of guys. So they're still not as confident in that three as, let's say, Juventus or Italy, where these guys, it's like, it's like seamless. They know exactly where to be, where, where to stand, and they're just a, a unit. They are still figuring it out. So while they figure it out, for teams, it's like, let's press, let's get guys up in there, and let's just use the ball intelligently, but really stretch, 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 stretch. Use Because, again, if you go to the middle especially if you bring matters back into the team, it's it's a bit harder to try and get stuff through the middle. It's get it out wide, try and push back Moses and Alonso, or really try and now make um, Luis and Cahill think, do I go out wide? Do I bunch in? If I go out wide, am I in no man's land? What's, what's behind me? So ask those queries and just try and keep, keep them guessing, keep them guessing, which is what you should be mm. doing. Am I right in thinking Chelsea are dangerous? If they haven't figured it out, as you said, defensively, mm-hmm. and they still won eight straight, including two against, you know, who many would consider title rivals in Tottenham and Manchester City. Wait, and actually, sorry, before, before I answer that, how many games has it been since Dave Costa has been on this four yellow card thing? Mm, the game before Manchester United. So... Was at the beginning of the streak? It, it might be seven games. Huh. Maybe eight that he's played without so, a yellow. So, this is, so to answer your question, um, so, 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 sorry, what was it again? That, um, uh, the, uh, my, well, the, it, it was a question, but it wasn't a question. Uh, it, it was more of a statement that Chelsea are a dangerous team because they haven't yet figured yeah, out yeah, the no, no, no. Listen, system. That's why, 
but they still won eight straight games. Listen, that's why they you have to say these guys are title favorites because the key thing is this, which is my issue with Liverpool when we, we, we get to them. If you can play badly or not play well but still win, those are tight soul challenges because they've now entered a mindset of we just people say that every year, but who was a champion that played bad, won a few, but then still won? Like, by and large. Champions might win like three of those a season, but most mm. of the time, they're the better team, and then they win the game. But no, anyway. no, no. But there are times where, especially in crucial matches, Ferguson, this guy did it so many times. Where, man, how did they, they should they should lose this? But a 90th minute goal. How? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But Ferguson was around how many years? People mm. just collect all those Fergie goals and Fergie time then goals look at, oh, okay. into one big-ass memory. Okay, you look at Chelsea then. You look at uh, Chelsea with Hazard. Remember that, that, that season where Hazard was literally the only guy pushing them through at Chelsea? They were parking the bus. They were not playing that well, and they were not really as... Whoa, 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 whoa. Playing well and playing... I was going to say playing well and playing well are two different things, but that's not a good way to put it. Play, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Playing well and playing good football aren't necessarily the same thing, right? So when people say Chelsea didn't play well, what they mean is they played defensively. But I could argue that them playing defensively was them playing well. No, mm, no, 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 no. But no, the point I'm making is that for Chelsea, they played a particular way at the start of the season. And coming the second half of the season, that chemistry and that fluidity wasn't there. So they were not asked for that was that, that that was purposely done though. That wasn't because yeah. like well, but then, okay, look, how do we know? Because for me, if a football team has because to Because Jose Mourinho was the coach. They played well in the first half to get the points. Wait, but what and then they just coasted their philosophy halfway through the season. Because they have <laughs> Jose Mourinho I've, I've as manager. And, their philosophy completely halfway through the season. It's because it's Jose Mourinho, and as soon as he saw that they were the, probably the, the favorites to win the league. He just decided to consolidate. So I would say that them playing defensively and on the counterattack doesn't mean they played bad football. It just means they didn't play attacking football, which people seem to think is meaning you played well. Liverpool play well. They still lost to Boardman. Well, no, 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 for me. Attacking football isn't playing well. What's it called? Jose Mourinho's Inter Milan played very good football. That wasn't attacking. It was pragmatic. It was economical, but it wasn't attacking. But they played very good football. That's what so, Chelsea's was in 2014-15. Oh, what? No. So you're saying that Chelsea played as well as Inter Milan in that 2010 I, You said that. You're conflating two arguments. I never said that they played as well as Inter Milan. I just said that they played good, pragmatic football. That's all I'm saying. You see, you're, me, you're the one who said that. No, no, no. But, but, wait, but I'm saying <laughs> that. They, I'm saying their football wasn't pragmatic. It was. It, it was, I it was watched. Like, I watched. Come on, Double H. You're not going to talk about. I watched. Look, like, I watched on. this as well, man. Okay, and the football I was seeing was like I saw a team where I was like, okay, because we're not as fluid, we're not going to focus on being defensive. And also, this goes back to the whole theory that Fabregas can only give you half a season, not a full season. And um, then explain Swansea five nil. What is it? Explain Swansea then, where they won five nil. Oscar scored in like the first minute and then he just ran through them. Okay, that's one game. <laughs> but talking about I know, goal- I know. And I'll bet you if I ask you like name a game, you can only come up with like maybe one. 
No, but I'm but it's, I'm it's, I'm saying to look look this was some some time ago, but from what I remember, for the bulk of the second half of that season, right, it really was Hazard that was really pushing them towards that finishing line. Hence why he deservedly won that player of the season award. Because Chelsea just do not have the same swag and the same chemistry as they had. That's, it, that's not true. That's not that's that's how someone who would that that's how people who didn't watch the season would would uh, probably describe it. But, but, but no, let, let me finish. All right. Fabregas scored against QPR. That wasn't Hazard. Uh, Willian scored against Everton. That wasn't Hazard. Hazard just scored the penalty against Crystal Palace that won Chelsea the league. Right. That's all it was. So there were different components in different games that won Chelsea the league that season. It wasn't just Ed and Hazard playing well. And people like to say that because it means one player did everything while the rest of the team were crap. No, therefore, not, therefore the Chelsea that football played was crap. No, no, no look, it's, it's not. Look, when that is said, it's not in the literal sense, man. You know? So it's like, when well, no, it's, it's not in the literal sense. It's in the sense of he didn't literally do everything on his on his loans on his lonesome. It's a case of he was William may have scored the, the, the goal, but Hazard was instrumental in creating a scenario for Oscar to score, for Thingy to score. Every single time that Chelsea had sacked, it came through Hazard. So if William scored it came about from some kind of attacking offensive play that um, Hazard did. Hmm. So, I mean, oh, well, no, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Hazard wasn't instrumental. I remember he scored against, I think it was Aston Villa. Hmm. Um, he, he scored a winner in that game. No, 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 no. He, he, he scored early in that game, and then Ivanovic scored like a left-footed volley. Um, I'm trying to think. What games did Hazard win? He won West Ham. He won... The point I'm making is that... Manchester United, if you remember when Oscar yeah, gave him the back heel, like, he scored that one. So that's six making, points. No, but look, basically, the points I'm making was that Hazard won player of the season. He won a player of the season for a reason. <laughs> and that reason was that... It's not that they were a one-man... He was the best player on the best team. That's why he won it. But that the doesn't mean that you've won season. all the points. The, the, the best team for half of the season. Chelsea's football wasn't good for the second half of the season. I'm sorry. That's just telling a lie. Their football for the second half of the season wasn't pragmatic. It wasn't um like you know, if it very rigid away. No, it was they didn't they were not they were not playing crap, but they weren't playing well. And they just managed just to win their games by just doing what was needed to happen, winning. And that was it. Did you, you know, know so like, and also, I, as I said again, you know, it's people, like people it out there with the internet might be able to correct me here, but I think they won fifteen or six, or not one, but they went fifteen or sixteen games unbeaten in the final half of 2014-15. 16 games unbeaten, and people think the football was bad. That to me, do you know that you can compute. still win games without playing good f- football? You, you know that you keep talking about good football, as in the attacking brand of football they showed the first half. I'm talking about winning football is good football. No, wait, 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 wait. what <laughs> do you know that you can win games by literally just being balanced, being defensive, and just scoring when it needs to happen? That doesn't mean that you that sounds like pragmatism well. to me. 
No, 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 no. Which in my that book is you, good. No, 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 no. Basically, when you watch a match and it, the match is you're being fully defensive, you're you're packing two double decker bosses, and you've and you're just taking your opportunity. You've not played well. You've just won the game. That's still good. That is still commendable. How, co- how come you can't play well defensively? How come defensive work doesn't get the same credit as offensive work? How come you can't play when, when, park okay, the bus I'll, football? I'll answer you. It's, answer. it's not easy to park a bus. If it was so I'll, easy, everyone would do it, and they would win. And they would win matches. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll answer you. The way in which Juventus played their defensive football, the way in which Italy played their defensive football, is quality. The way Chelsea did it wasn't how Italy have done it throughout the years. And they don't the have a team full of Italians, do they? No, but I'm telling you what it means to play well defensively. Italy play very well defensively. Juventus play very well defensively. If your manager Chelsea... gives you a tactic and you execute it and you win the game, right? Mm. How is that playing bad to you or to the team? Did I... Wait, wait, wait. Did I say that the way played bad? I said my, my point You said they didn't play well, so how, so how did they play? Good or bad? Oh, no, 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 no. It's kind of, no, you can't just say good or bad. I said, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me explain. They, uh, they didn't have... I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. But... No, no, but, but, but just very quickly. They, they, their chemistry wasn't as good and they were not as fluid as they were at the beginning of the season. That doesn't mean that they were playing crap. It just means that they, they just did the bare minimum that was needed to win the game. That which is still commendable, but it doesn't mean that they were playing good football that was pleasing on the eye. So I'm not arguing that. I would say the same thing. It wasn't the same as it was in the first half, but they weren't being charged with doing that. They were just being charged to play defensively and win the game. And they did that well, i.e. they were champions. Look. We could go in circles. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Over basically, hours, I think. Basically, we wouldn't agree on this because – I will not agree that Chelsea played well in the second half of the season. So, look, it's just, it's just, it's, just not going to happen. It's because of your definition of well. If you tell me the definition of well is good football, then, then we agree. If I tell you the definition of well is they did what Mourinho wanted them to do, then you agree, and then there's no argument. But if we keep arguing over what is good football, what isn't good football, what is playing well, what isn't playing well, then we can be here for days. So... We, we, we just have different interpretations of a four-letter word. How about that? Um, what's next on the agenda? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Are, are we finished with uh, the Man- Manchester City Chelsea review? You got anything left? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We still have to talk about this fight. <laughs> oh, wow. Aguero. Aguero. Aguero's gone for four games. Um, no, deservedly so. Deservedly so. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. It's a like, horrible that is a challenge, game, man. man. I don't even think that was a challenge. Like, if, if you did that in the street, you'd go to court for assault, wouldn't you? No, no, no. That's the whole point. The whole point was that he wasn't – it you was – I just realized this. You can do things in football that you could never do without going to court or prison in real life. Because if, if you just walked on the street, like you're in London. I'm, I'm, I'm in uh, Greensboro here. If, if I just walked up to someone in the street and just two-footed them <laughs> – and I don't know, just shattered their leg or something. Yeah, I'd go to jail for at least five years. I mean, I don't have a criminal record, so maybe I could get out earlier. But mm-hmm. th- nobody's like some stranger's not just gonna come up to me and put a card in my face, and I walked in the tunnel, and everything's okay. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. 
Look, <laughs> man. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, it's it's not for me. It's 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 like for a girl because apparently they they had they have, they have history from I think the twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Semi-final. Yeah, uh, no, uh, Aguero two-footed Louise as well and got yeah. no punishment. So, so, so basically, for me, I think that look, he misses. I believe Arsenal and there's another there's another big game that he misses. He misses Arsenal and another game. We can just we can just look it up if you give. Okay, us yeah, yeah. So basically, he misses the seconds. Arsenal, which is. He and Aguero has been very because obviously because you what's happening that oh, okay Kelly okay was, he, okay he misses Leicester, Watford, Arsenal and Hull City. So you might be able to say Leicester is a big game because it's the champions. But if you look at Leicester's form, not really. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. just Arsenal is the game that he misses. Really Arsenal. Yeah, and that's that's a very big loss, you know. And and also, almost really is like is it? You, no, 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 no. <laughs> Because you, you WhatsApped me saying that, okay, Kelechi, I'm happy yeah, for... Yeah, I was, just about to, I was about to bring that up. I was but but it's up. like, it's, I still think that the guy still needs to grow. And I would really like Kelechi to play with Aguero and learn with him. Mm. Him playing for, for his age, for me, I think a lone striker should really be like 25, 26 and above. If you're sub-25, playing as a lone striker, it's very hard because you need a lot of experience for that role. Hence why it's always better to play with a more experienced striker if you're a youngin. So yeah, man, it's a it's a it's a tough one. So I think he may actually go 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 with the whole false nine thing. You know what? I don't agree with that because I tend to believe in human conditioning. So if Kelichi's played as a lone striker his whole life, I don't know, maybe you, you have a better uh grasp on <clears throat> his his upbringing in kind of Nigerian football or whatever, but if you play twenty five years with two strikers and you've been playing that way since you were 12, mm. that's 13 years of conditioning for you having a partner. And then just when you turn 26, you're like, okay, it's time for you to be by yourself now. Mm. I can see how that could work against you. But if you're used to playing as yourself or by yourself, and uh, the manager just tells you, look, Aguero's out four matches. We need you to play. All right. But two things, though. The, first the boy thing... doesn't look too phased. No, no, no. I it's true. To admit, but two two things. The first thing is that um, playing as a lone striker at youth level is different from playing. It's in just the, it, yeah, I'm, obviously. That's the first thing. Second thing is also when Kelechi played playing. Wait, wait, just okay. to uh, just interject, playing lone strikers even in different leagues means different things. Even if you're playing in different leagues, as long as it's of a high pressure level, you can still adjust. Mm. Playing it from at youth level to senior level is hugely different. It's a massive difference. And the second thing is that when Kelechi was playing in the under-17 team for Nigeria, he was more of a number 10. So he was the guy that hung back outside the D and was now sort of orchestrating from out of there. So he sort of played in a very kind of Ibrahimovic kind of way. He's actually really a number 10. So, so like, it's not like a Wesley Snyder twenty ten kind of number ten. Yeah, more so like, like a, you, you mean like you mean like 10. Wayne Rooney playing behind Berbatov yeah, 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 for, yeah, yeah, for like Ferguson. That, like that. Okay. So, so obviously, so that's and that isn't a long striker. No. You know, so I mean systems can make players. I'm I'm sure Guardiola can No 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 for me. I think no no, I think Guardiola will, will go with a false nine and bring on Kelechi like if it's not working, but he will definitely go with for a false nine. So I mean we, we thought that um, 
I think Aguero was out. He already had a ban. That's why he gets four. Yeah. If you if you remember, because he already had one three match ban. Yeah. And I remember during that three match ban, people were like, he's probably gonna go false nine, played Nelito, De Bruyne, and and Sterling as his front three. But he played Kelechi. So maybe he likes him. He did a false nine at the new camp. How'd that work? <laughs> no, 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 no. You say that. You see, again, you say that. I know what you're going to tell me. They played well, <laughs> but the results didn't go their way. <laughs> you, know, but you know, it's the same exact thing with um, against yeah. Chelsea. If you just saw the Chelsea results, you'd say... Mourinho yeah. uses the same argument that we played well and results aren't going our way, but he's still on the touchline doing drugs. So, we always... <laughs> No, 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 Allegedly, uh, allegedly, uh, I don't uh, want to get sued uh, for uh, lying. A manager, no, no. United did actually play well against Everton per se. So, Mourinho's saying that, I don't, I don't know what he's smoking because that was that was a very bitty game. That was a very enjoyable game to watch. So I don't know what Mourinho's smoking, saying that his team played, played well. Um, what he means is that they followed his instructions. That's what playing well to Mourinho oh, means. Oh, so to instructions to just be, like, random? Why would you bring on Fellaini, man? <laughs> look, look, Mourinho, look, I don't, look, man, I look, I give up on that guy, man. Like, like I just like. Whoa, 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 whoa! This is breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. You've you've given up on Mourinho? No, 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 no. I haven't. Nah, I'll I'll never go down. I'll, I'll never. Give up. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you crazy now? <laughs> but it's just that he's it's 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 getting very it's getting very silly now. It's it's getting very silly now. Very silly. That was basically our Mourinho segment. Do you want to go into United? Do we have to again? Very okay. This is what I'll say very, very simply. Martial should have already been in the team earlier on. Mkhitaryan should have already been in the team earlier on. Right. You're looking at the Everton game. Martial is left wing. This dude, first of all, is right footed. This dude is a striker. And you're playing him left wing. That's better it's- for a right footer as a striker, but go ahead. Playing on the left if with your right means you can cut it. Playing on the left with a left foot means I can... Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But in, in, in the match I was watching, Marshall was just playing as a winger and he was just crossing the, the ball. That's what I saw. So I wasn't seeing him trying to cut. No, no I was just seeing a guy playing as a left winger, which was do you, like... Do you know what? What is happening? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean come on, Mourinho. I mean, what are you doing? Martial had the opportunity to go to Chelsea. Luke Shaw the same. But I'll, I'll use Martial for this. He had the opportunity to go to Chelsea, and he chose United. Partly because of, he probably just likes Manchester United more than he likes Chelsea. But maybe he was trying to avoid Mourinho in the first place. Because he – no, it, it's, it's not like some diss to him. But maybe it's he knows that I know my game, and I would like to be a striker, right? Hmm. But if I play with Mourinho, he's, he's not going to use me as a striker. He's going to play me wide. I can see Martial being almost like Daniel Sturridge. If you remember Daniel Sturridge, he was played wide, but he really wanted to play center forward. So he played wide for City, and he mm. left for Chelsea. Uh, he played on the wing for Chelsea. They sent him to Liverpool, and at Liverpool, they finally played him as a center forward. And I can see Martial, if he went to Arsenal, for instance, yeah, and, and, and Wenger decided, I'm going to use you as Nicholas Anelka or Ian Wright or whomever, it would work. Because he's not a natural wide player. He, he, he's, he's, he's so versatile that it, it works against him. You know, it's as, you know, imagine Martial at Arsenal as a striker. That's it. That's, it. That's all they need. <laughs> but they just don't get it. Those, 
That's flipping Wenger. You just don't get it. That's all you need. Just a guy who is a striker and you can win the damn title. Mm. And already, and you put Alexis on top of that. That's it. Well, I mean, Alexis, to be fair, is playing pretty well. It's in a forward already. But no, 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 <laughs> I but mean, if you have Alexis just, adjacent yeah, with, yeah. And just, with Martial Alexis is the focal play point. his own attacking winger role and he has his striker to work with. My God. It's like, yeah. look at Chile, like, because Vargas does his thing as a, as a striker and Sanchez now supports him, which is why Chile are so balling. So bad luck. for Marcus Rashford, you know, like he shouldn't be right back or right wing back. Like play Martial and Rashford together up top. Just try it out. Just, just for laughs. <laughs> just but to appease me. Wait, for a, wait, wait, Danny, just for a laugh. Just for giggles. Just for giggles. Just play them as two. Just for a laugh. Just for giggles. For mere giggles, play them as two strikers. Not just for one game. You know, because you're not going to win the title. Just so, just for an experiment, because you have you, you've got nothing to play for in, in in the league. So, just try it. But you know what? If he tries that, he probably has to sit down Rooney. He probably has to sit down Ibrahimovic. No, no, but I, I, I no, 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 no. Let me finish. If if you play two strikers, what does that do to players like Juan Mata or even even Mkhitaryan? Then you're going to have to play them outside. You know, or or on the flanks, yeah, rather rather than playing them centrally, because you're still going to have to need the likes of Pogba, Carrick. Don't want to say Fellaini, but Fellaini, uh, Schneiderlin, those kind of guys in the middle of the pitch. Herrera. So playing two strikers would kind of destroy Mourinho's ethic, if you will. And if he keeps himself in denial, saying we're playing well, we're playing well, he's never going to change anything. So first he has to realize the problem. But if he doesn't see there's a problem, then he's just going to continue with it. And also, there's also an issue because it's not about just sitting them down. There's a friendship issue. You think? Yes. Oh, with uh, Mourinho and Ibrahimovic, he can't do yes. it. Yeah. The only so, reason he's there is because of Mourinho. So. Yeah. So and, and also and I feel that Mourinho is the kind of guy where he will be loyal to a fault. Mm. And he's like Ibrahimovic. This is this is like my like they are friends. They literally are friends. So they are close, and. That is what is really hurting it because it's not as a manager, you have to be cold blooded. Where I'm not your friend, I'm not here to basically rub your head, I'm picking the best 11 players. So, Martial, you are compromised because the guy in your position is good friends with the manager, <laughs> so you're compromised. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's, it, when, when loyalty and friendship are involved, it can't be a meritocracy. Yeah, no, it no, becomes no. uh what's the word I'm looking for? Nepotism almost. Yeah. Because so. if because if, if it was a proper meritocracy, a guy who has missed okay, fair enough, he's scored against Evans and has been scoring. But for the amount of times he's been missing and not playing well, you have to drop the guy. Do you have to drop a striker who misses an open goal, isn't playing well? You have to change it up. Bring in another and you have another striker. It's not like Arsenal where you, where you don't have another striker. So if Giroud plays badly, you're screwed. Whoa, 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 that's disrespectful to Lucas Perez. Lucas what? <laughs> <laughs> basically, this, this segment should, should, should be the intro. It's the perfect intro, man. Perfect intro. I mean, give me, give me a flipping break. Man. Lucas Perez, my, my, my ass. We have two more topics and maybe questions. I don't think we're going to have time for Simi on the Inter. Quickly, Liverpool. How do you let go of a 3-1 lead? 
airborne. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I actually just put the record straight? I mean, actually, I may have to do a video about this on the football hot. I don't hate Liverpool. I think Liverpool are a great attacking team. Liverpool are the best offensive team in the Premiership. But to win a league, you have to be a full-on team. The last time a full-on offensive team won the Premier League were the Invincibles. And even then, they had so Campbell in defence and they had very good defenders, which Liverpool don't have. Liverpool, with, the, with their defence and the strategy in which they play, they should get top four. They can't win the league in this manner. And this loss to Bournemouth was proof that this is something that could happen where they score a lot of goals and they get outscored because of bad defense and because of being naive. Simple as that. Simple. Okay? History speaks for itself that full on, and, and Barcelona don't count because Barcelona have Messi. So unless you have a Messi, <laughs> you can't be full on attacking and, th- and, 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 win, and win a league. Mm. It's true. Uh, can I just say shout out Nathan Ake? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 the Chelsea low, 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 low. Agent, agent Ake. Yo, mark my words. In twenty years, Nathan Ake is gonna be one hell of a manager. Trust me. What? I know it sounds crazy, but he's probably like twenty-two right now. But I guarantee you, in twenty years, he's gonna be a great manager. Based, based on what? Like, yes, no, 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 no. I've heard him talk. I've listened to interviews. He knows football. He knows the game. If he decides to be a manager, he's going to be a good one. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm just projecting. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You heard it here first. <laughs> that's, way that's way too hard. early prediction, but I'm just saying. Like, it's, that's, that's not way too early. That's, that is psychotic. <laughs> that's, that's flipping psychotic. No, he even has like the rude hullet look. I like he was, him, man. He wasn't the greatest manager. He was all right. I loved his Chelsea. Well, no, no, no. I, I'm just saying he has the look. I'm not saying that he's oh, a yeah, yeah. manager. But, you know, it's what it is. Anyway. Alexis, <laughs> baby. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did, wait. did you see him take um, the selfie? No. The... What happened? So, basically, uh, actually, no, I'll tell you the full story. So, basically, I think it was his third goal mm-hmm. where, you know, he dummied Randolph and then chipped you... over him. And did you see the kid behind the goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, go like, whoa. <laughs> and then afterwards, he was basically going, going off away. And basically, all these, all the Western Bulbers all surrounded him and said, oh, my, can, he, can I take a shot? Can I take everything? And then one of them basically gave him a phone to take a selfie. So he basically stopped. And there were about six or seven of them. And they all took a selfie with, with um, Alexis. Imagine that. <laughs> your team. Okay, I don't know whether it's your team, but sort of your team that you sort of, sort of work for just got trounced. And you go to the opposing team's main guy and you take a selfie with him. I mean, I mean, it's trounced is such a good word. <laughs> what? what you say trounced? Yeah, yeah, it's a good word. They got uh, trounced. Yeah, um, no, but like, what's better for the, for the uh, Instagram? Taking a picture with Andy Carroll or taking a picture with Alexis? I'm taking a picture with Alexis is obviously much better. But like, I've always said, Sanchez for me, he's the player that I respect the most. For me, basically, we talk about it's... this guy every week. We know no, no, you no, like no, him because no, he works trade. hard. Trade. That me... doesn't make him the best player in the this Premier League. This is my trio. League. Let a guy look. Okay, this is my 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 trio. Alexis Sanchez, he's the player I respect the most as a professional. Marcelo is a player I love to watch the most, and he plays football the way that I would love to play football. And Bart Simpson is the most underrated player right now. For those so, who don't know, Bart Simpson is. Philip Lamb. Of, of course, people know who he is. He looks like Bart Simpson. I mean, come on, who else looks like Bart Simpson? Okay, so, so um, 
Alexis Sanchez, um, is he the best player in the league? He's he's one of the best players in the Premiership. That, that's, that's a fact. Yes, I agree. The best. Okay, who are the best players in the Premier League? Then let's 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 just put us three or four four names. All right, what are we going off current form or just the best players who no, live no, no, in the England form. and they play so, football? form. So, so we're so we're going to get Costa in there. Yeah, Diego, Hazard, Alexis, Moses, De Bruyne. No, you're not going to put De, De Bruyne in there. He just missed an open goal on four. Oh, we can't do it. Break, oh, it's because he missed an open goal. He's you're going to deny him how well he's been playing. Look, give, look, Bruyne is in there, man. Um, you know what? It's not fair because I'm trying. De Gea, De Gea is in there. Yep, De Gea, Rooney, Fellaini. There's got to be like some West Brom players or Fellaini, 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 Fellaini. I'm not gonna justify that with the response. Um, Dembele, look man. Every time I've seen him play, the guys, the guys been good, man. You know, De- I mean, I, I, I don't put Dembele up in there. Who? Wanyama, Dembele. Alex. Yes, no, Wanyama for sure. Yes, yes, Wanyama. Yeah. The only name I would put next Alexis is as is, is, is probably Costa. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. Because Costa has been playing very well. That guy has been playing really well. Who would you rather have in your team right now? Let's let's do it like this. You ever play pickup basketball? Yeah, yeah. Like your your captain. Mm. Who are you picking first, Alexis or Costa? Alexis. I think me too, man. <laughs> wow, as a, as a, as, a, as a Chelsea fan, man, that's that's pretty. Well, that, no, it's because like if if I'm playing pickup, I want a player who can do everything. Yeah. So I want a player who works. I want a player who can score. I want someone who can assist. Costa's just a battering ram who can. Well, that's. Yeah. That's that's a bit disingenuous, Tim. He has he has a bit of technique, but not as much as Alexis. So yeah, and, and, and also that for me, I think for Costa, I think his game is actually really. I mean, I'm seeing a side of him that I thought I didn't really realize because when I heard that he was Brazilian, I said, like, "Is this guy Brazilian?" This is like the most un-Brazilian, very thugged out player I've seen who's Brazilian. <laughs> but then this season, especially. His touch, his movements with the ball, how clever he is when he has the ball. I'm like, no, I'm seeing a lot more of his game that I thought he didn't really have. I just thought he was like a finisher. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who who had this point. Um, I can't take credit for it, but this yeah. this isn't my thought. But I don't know the name. So <laughs> it's something like, you know, you had to do like a bibliography in school hmm. and, and you didn't know what the source was. So you just made something up because you figured the teacher wouldn't look at it. Um, they said Costa's fitness is the difference this season. So last year he was out of shape. When you know, Mourinho, he looked out of shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, Mourinho gave the team a, a few extra weeks off, and he just basically went to Brazil, and people I don't know started eating whatever food they have there. Um, so I think the difference this year is he can sustain the level for longer, and meaning in the in the ninety minutes he can play to a better level for longer. And longer in terms of game to game to game. So he can play at a better level, which is probably why we're seeing a different Diego. And also he has a manager who I think vibes with him psychologically, who's maybe just as crazy as he is. So he has that relation with Antonio Conte. Hmm. So he can bring the best out of him, or at least relate to him in a way that I don't think Mourinho could have, especially because Conte was a player. So there's a different level of understanding. 
Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, no, look, I mean, he hasn't got a yellow card in eight games. I, I remember asking, is he going to get more yellow cards or goals this season? <laughs> at one point, because he had like oh, five, oh, oh, oh. he had, he had four yellows and three goals at one point. So, oh, okay, so, so see, he's still one yellow away from a suspension. Yeah, but I think, I mean, that, it needs to be a tactical yellow card, like before the FA Cup or something like that. That way, you can be suspended. Like for the third round of the FA Cup. Oh, so, no, no. I, I thought it's only league games, though. That's it's counts for. No, it's like all football league games. So the the Cup. Oh, okay. The See, FA the, Cup, that would be clever. It would. So that would be clever. If he, if he does it to miss but, it. Yeah, there's no way he's going to go through the Christmas period without a booking. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, but if you remember, Mourinho was banned for a game, wasn't he? And I think he missed... The, the League Cup game against mm. whoever they were playing, and then he was back on the touchline this week. So the suspensions carry over to either the FA Cup or the League Cup. So, I mean, th- there was one game that Chelsea had before they played West Ham, and I was like, he should just get the yellow card there and clear his bookings, but he didn't. So anyway, that would have been a bit, what, devious? Ingenious? Yeah. Clever? No, but, but basically... As for Alexis, I mean, Arsenal, he has to be very careful. Alexis is amazing. He's a beast. He's not, you can't expect him to carry you to a title. That's that's just not realistic. Because I, I, was, I was rereading some stuff online and newspapers are, oh, can Alexis drive Arsenal to the title? I, I, yeah, I was watching something on like um, BT Sports and was, oh yeah, they think that Alexis is enough for them, for him to inspire them to a title. That's just guys being overexcited and just living in the moment. No. No, he's not enough to win the title. Also, mm-hmm. also, you can't trust him to be fit yeah. for 38 games. Well, look, and, and also, and looks, Alexis doesn't get injured, man. This, this dude doesn't, doesn't get injured. Even when he's injured, he still plays. <laughs> no, 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 no. The point is, if, if you're relying on one person mm. to, to basically win you a league, which has never happened in yeah. my memory, at, at least not in the Premier League, I don't think there's any team that's just been one guy. I mean, they kind of all came closer to doing it. Yeah, but didn't. No, yeah, well, yeah, 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 he, didn't I, no, he had Sturridge as well. True, true, but he did. A- Sturridge, I think he scored maybe close to 20 goals that season. Yeah. All those, you know, Suarez had like 31, maybe. Mm. But yeah, but no, nobody's ever done it. So, But no, the, the point is, if you're asking him to do it from match one, Right, so just basically go out there and win us 30, 38 games. He's only going to last 15, 20 games before he starts breaking down. So then what happens when you get to 25, 30, 35? You're not going to have the same player that you had at the beginning of the season, especially when you add FA Cup, League Cup, Champions League on top of it. Hmm. So you need a team. And do you? Th- the real question is, do you think Ozil, do you think uh, Cazola, do you think Cockland, do you think those pieces, Giroud, um, Koscielny, uh, Mustafi, do you think those players are good enough to augment what Sanchez gives in in relation to Chelsea, Manchester City? Um, those are really the only two teams that are going to win the league, isn't it? So I don't, I can't answer the question. I would probably say you need all those players playing on the level of Sanchez to give yourself a chance, and Wenger to get his head out of his ass. <laughs> No, All no, of those no. are major questions. 
For me, they need a striker. It's, it's back to what we're saying. We just solved it. Just give, no, I, if you remember what I said at the beginning of the year during the transfer window, if they got Daniel Sturridge, they would win the league. Yeah. Or, or at least be close. But if basically, it's Sturridge, Lacazette, Martial. Basic. Well, <laughs> well, what? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say what, it. What? No, no, say it. You say guys it, can just it. use context clues. People who know me and know what I like to talk about would know what I was saying when you said, like I said, Martial Sturridge, okay? They even have Welbeck, okay? But oh, he's perhaps. not fit at the moment. Hmm? Hmm? What did you say? What is that? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's what they need. Look, man, look, look, Arsenal are not winning the title. They're not sniffing a damn premiership title. Listen, on the man, look, 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 look. The last time they won, the, they had Thierry Henry. They had uh, Kanu. Ian Wright. There's a thread that goes through Arsenal of what they need in order to win the league. <laughs> what? <laughs> look, Giroud has some some in him. Okay, like look, man, he's he's got a bit of stuff in him. So don't don't well, deny. When was the last time Arsenal won the league without a black striker? Is is my question. <laughs> this is an honest question. 1991, maybe. I well, I don't even know if they won the league that year. So let me let me stop lying. But <laughs> I need to look this up. I think it's, it's, I think that guy called David Rowcastle or, or or something back That's in the true. 80s or something. You live around those parts. You should. You know, yeah, like Rowcastle. I told you, I've been to the stadium, and I think there's like a thing. There's a guy called David Rowcastle or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's a legend. I think he he died of cancer, maybe. And he's like a club legend, though. But why don't you ever jump, go on like Arsenal fan TV <laughs> if you live near the well, stadium? No, I mean, why don't you I, just go? No, I mean, no, no. But look, I think it'd be wrong. Like, it's literally it's, it's for Arsenal fans. <laughs> it'd be fake. But like, I always see whenever they are filming it, and it's like, and I just watch because everybody always like goes con- congregates towards. I think it's like like somewhere near near the bridge. So it's actually quite fun. Just. Seeing it's real and live and everything, so they did win the league in 1991. I surprised myself with my football knowledge sometimes. Wow. And and who was the striker? Alan Smith. Hey. Basically, if you guys don't know who Alan Smith is, he's the guy from FIFA that's not Martin Tyler. And who who speaks with a lisp? So yeah, it's been 25 years since they won the league without um, a black striker. <laughs> Wenger has never done it. That's the argument. So basically, he needs a black striker to win. That's that's way way we're trying to say. Well, no, he needs a good striker. <laughs> they don't have to be black, I don't think. But you need you you need to play the quality of Ian Wright, Thierry Henry, to win the league. Which I mean, which 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 is, which is true throughout. I mean, maybe not last season. Jamie Vardy, you can't put him at that level. But everyone else, Aguero, Drogba, um, and again, Ferguson did do some magic with the likes of. Berbatov and Javier Hernandez and stuff, but anyway, do we have questions? I mean, the questions this week. I mean, they're just troll questions. <laughs> Let's not let yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not time for any troll questions, man. Especially stuff from Mane. So come on, give us. <laughs> Why can't Double H admit that Moses is only top five? As being the next Yakubu, you shouldn't tell people what you don't like. You see, you put, <laughs> you put too much of your life out there, is is your problem? Because this is they're just troll questions. What's the next question? 
football god is probably 17, right? Mm. Maybe. Yakubu missed that goal in 2006. So you might have been like five years no, old. No, 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 2010, 2010. Oh, was it? 2010. All right, so maybe. Yeah, yeah, 2010. He yeah. was still 11 years old. There's no way. The only reason he brings up Yakubu is because he knows it makes you mad. Danny, oh. I'm, not, I'm not speaking about that guy. Okay, please. <laughs> Next question. Uh, how long will it take Moses to go back to his natural right wing bench position? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Uh, since you dislike Cristiano so much, Jesus Christ, these questions. <laughs> do you think he deserved the 2008, 2013, and 2014 Ballon d'Or? And if he didn't deserve to win them, did he deserve to be top three? Um, I would say that he deserves to win whatever he wins because I don't really care about the Ballon d'Or. So if he won it, he deserves to win it. It just is what it is. I don't really care as much. The last, I think it's like the last two he's won, he hasn't deserved to win. 2008. I, I, I do remember 2008, though. And he definitely deserved to win that one because United won everything. Wait, wait, but hasn't, no, the last two he won were like, didn't he win the, 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 the previous two Ballon d'Ors? He won 13-14. Who was last year? Was last year Messi again? Yeah, it was him. I think it was him last year. It wasn't Maybe. Messi. It was him. Maybe he just... Oh, no, look, I told you, I don't even know because I don't give a damn about the, the, the freaking Ballon crap. Um, <laughs> so, wait, 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 what's the other part of, part, of, part of the question? If he didn't deserve to win them, did he deserve to be top three? No. Because you need to give me more than those goals, goal scoring. It's the best player in for the year, not the best goal scorer for the year. <laughs> that time, he wasn't the best player of the year because a guy that, that scores from three yards out and that's it, sorry, he's not the best football player. So, no, he, did deserve, he didn't deserve to be top, top three. But it's a popularity contest, and that's something I'm slowly starting to realize that's no half hope. It's a popularity contest. It's mm. about who, who plucks their eyebrows. It's about who wears a mascara. That's what it's about. So, All right. Oh, and these questions are from Football God. At Real Foot God. At Tour de Force. Fab oh, Poncho. And last question, um, oh. which is kind of it's, – it's not a joke. From Chelsea Boy Tweets. At Talking Tactics. How serious is the child sex abuse scandal on Chelsea? Are they in trouble? Um, I think today, or maybe yesterday, Chelsea um, apologized. Maybe I can pull up the article. Mm, Chelsea abuse. All right. This is from USA Today, the Associated Press. Chelsea has apologized to a former player who was sexually abused while a member of the club's youth team and said Saturday it was inappropriate to pay him £50,000 to keep the matter out of the public domain. The Premier League said in a statement that Gary Johnson suffered unacceptably while in our employment in the 1970s, for which the club apologizes profusely. Johnson, who is now 57, told the British newspaper that he was sexually assaulted repeatedly every week by a youth team coach. Jesus. I'm not going to say this guy's name. From the age of 13 until he was 16 or 17, thankfully the person is dead. Chelsea reached a settlement in 2015 to compensate Johnson. The club this week waived a clause in the settlement that banned him from speaking in public about the abuse at a time when many former professionals are coming forward about the ordeals they went through as youngsters in youth football. Um, I could read the rest of this. I'm not going to. I mean, what's it called? I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm just looking at some stuff now. Um... Apparently, um, 
a live BBC broadcast on the sex abuse scandal was interrupted by a security guard from Chelsea. Um, and also the player rejects the Chelsea apology and says that the club are finally admitting guilt. Yes, this, I mean, this is, this is pretty bad for Chelsea, man. Yes, it's bad for Chelsea, but I kind of have a problem with... Ah, oh man, how do, I, how do I say this? Chelsea. If you take hush money, do you get to reject an apology? Do you understand what I mean? If Chelsea gave him money to be quiet, mm-hmm. then how much did you really care about your abuse? And I have this problem, not just with sexual abuse cases, because in many cases, those are probably your parents taking the money for you, right? Mm-hmm. And choosing your legal decisions for you. Yeah. But, su- but suppose I was sexually assaulted as a man, right? And some person offered me a million dollars to keep quiet. And I don't care enough about justice for myself. So I take the money. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out that he did this to 15 other people. And then I break my silence to say this person is X, Y, Z, which is true. I don't want to detract from someone getting abused. Mm-hmm. But, if, but if I then decide at the, at the time that money is more important to me than justice, mm-hmm. how then do I justify coming out now and then ridiculing the club when I took their hush money. Your point is right, but at the end of the day, it, the crime is still the crime. Of course, of course. That's the thing. So that is almost, it's actually almost irrelevant because yes, it is right that if you took hush money and you're not coming out now, it makes you look very bad. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, it actually doesn't really matter because this is what happened. It did happen. And the fact that it's happened, it's actually overrides and supersedes whatever you did. By it also makes the club look bad. It's, it's like I said, I guess it was last week. Of course, clubs are going to try to keep quiet badness that's going on in their organization. And they're going to give people hush money to be quiet about it so it doesn't reflect poorly on them. Which means that coach might not have been prosecuted for things that he did and kept on doing it because Chelsea decided, let's go give these guys hush money. So, so that way the story never comes to light. That's a bad thing. But then again, if you decide that you want hush money, rather than seeing that person put in jail for abusing you, I don't think it's right to then come out and be like, I don't accept Chelsea's apology. What do you mean? It was perfectly fine to take their money. But you see, Danny, see now, this is now where it gets a bit little dicey. Because in defense of said player, during that time, you don't know what his mindset was like, how he was like psychologically. You don't know what the psychological abuse could be, the fear. So maybe that taking that harsh money was fear of like, maybe this is what I should do. Mm. And maybe I'm too scared to come out. Obviously, so first of all, I'm too scared to say anything. But the club also scared if you would say anything. So they're giving you that, that, that harsh money and maybe you're just taking it out of fear. And this is just the thing to do. But as you grow older and as those nightmares still come back towards you. That's true. You then are like, you know what? You've matured, you've grown older, and those nightmares haven't gone away. Those thoughts haven't gone away. And every time you see that club, you keep getting reminded. And they'll just and hence why people start coming out now, because it's just one of those things that where you always want to come out, but it just hits you of like, no, this is the time to really come out and say it. Mm-hmm. So you even feel guilty that you took it, but you took it based on fear, based on the psychological abuse, based on where your mind frame was at at that time. But now you've now grown older. And you've been able to process this thought alone and actually maybe, maybe to get to a stage where you can deal with it to a certain degree where you can now actually come out and say, no, man, I want to come out and say something. Just before we wrap up, I kind of feel the same way 
when black people here in the States get mm. shot by the police and the families, they get, you know, packages from the the cities or the councils or wherever. So Eric Gardner's choked. His family gets millions. Mm. Freddie, Freddie Gray dies. Baltimore gives him million, gives his family millions. And in a way, I'm, I'm never against the person taking the money mm. because that person's life has value. Mm. And if the city can't recognize it as just a human being, at least give me a dollar figure for it, mm. right? Because you took away a life of somebody who would, who would have hopefully been a productive citizen later in his life, right? But mm-hmm. what comes attached with it is if you take these millions, you can't speak publicly. So it's almost as if it's almost hush money. It's why sometimes you don't see the families of people who've been killed by police because they've been told that any money we give you, if you come out and you criticize the police, the city, or even the individual who might have murdered or killed your loved one, we take the money back. Mm. So it's a two-way street, and I, I don't have a great answer for it. Like, which is more important, the money or justice? Because justice isn't going to pay bills, but mm. it, might, it might make you feel better, you know? I can't make judgments if I've not been in the position. That's why I just can't make judgments, because I, I just I don't know what's... Because I'm not, thankfully, and I hope to never be in that position... I just don't know what I'd do. So it's hard. It's, it would be wrong for me to say, hey, man, blah, blah, start making judgments when I've not been in that position where now, and I have to psychologically now decide that's okay. Would I? Because I don't know. Maybe I would take, take the hush money and then come out and, and say something. So I'd be a hypocrite to now start to verify for them, for them that if I would have done the same thing if I was in that position. So You know what? I think I'd, I'd take your money and I'd come out and say it that yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would. Oh, no, no. Look, if if you give me hush money, it means you don't want it in the press. Yeah. If, if I talk about it, what are you going to do? Say that you gave me hush money, so we don't talk about the thing that now yeah, we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah. So it's basically, cause see, whatever money you give me will never take away the crime. It will never, it will never do it. So I'm taking the money as little, bare little compensation. But right. But like, yeah, but if I get abused. You're hearing about it the next day. Oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not going to hear about it thirty years later. Yeah, no, 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 but, but for Danny, you, you didn't, like, for me, it's very easy to say that, oh, man, I'll say it straight away, you just never know, because there's... It's true, it's true because we all react to things, Yeah, look, man, there's, so. there's shame as well, there's all that kind of stuff. Remember, it's, and also, these are, these are men. It's one thing for, if it's, if it's women, but also for men, it's like, nobody wants to come out, like, people, especially, like, being in boys' school, like, you 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 have jokes about, oh, man, you got ripped, you got raped. So if you come out and say that you got raped, you'd be... Basically, like that's why there was a guy, I think it was a, a darts player or something, who he said that I think that the people who got raped are like they're, they're not real men and like oh that would never happen to me and he basically got sacked from Sky for for saying that because he's basically like belittling the people who came out and say how could you possibly be raped or allow yourself to be raped you can't be a true man like in a jokey kind of way but you see that's the kind of thing of like why you wouldn't come out initially because of the whole shame thing so. Mm. It's a sad story. As for the question, what are Chelsea in trouble? I mean, that's probably more a question for a lawyer. Um, in, in the court of public opinion, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, I mean why? So, I mean, it, I mean, it's like, I mean, I well, see, another, do people really care? You know, if, if Chelsea win the league, do people mm. care? It's the same thing. You remember Jamie Vardy last year where mm. he, was, he was racist with, um, 
you know, Asian people. Yeah, 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 yeah. He scores 13 goals in 13 games and nobody really cares. Player of the yeah. year, it doesn't matter. So if Chelsea win... And, and, and also, when you know how Chelsea... Because, I mean, whenever I'm on a train in London, man, like Chelsea fans, these guys are the most... Again, not all Chelsea fans, but just a section of them are the most morally defunct, rude, the kinds of... These it's guys, they, they, they sing about gassing Jews. All this kind it, of... It, I mean, do you, do you remember the Parisian train? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, no, they, actually, I've been on trains with this guy. They were in another place. person's country, not speaking that person's language, on that person's train, who he pays for with his tax money, and wouldn't let him on because he's black. Fuck out of here. Yeah, no, so, so, so basically, do you really think these guys would give a damn about their club hiding child abuse stuff? Basically, these guys are probably cracking not a, not books about the win, guy who Which is why, it's why I'm sometimes hesitant to say, like, I'm a, I, I support a club because once you say you support a club, all the baggage that comes with it is now your baggage. Which is why, Danny T, it's very... Whenever people say, which, which club do I support? I have to give them this long-winded story about, okay, I supported... I was a huge, passionate, diehard supporter of Chelsea in my teens. But I stopped supporting them because, first of all, Abramovich coming and bringing in all the money. And I thought that's ruined club football. And I thought that I can't really support this club in the same sense because... The club football has been poisoned and the meaning of sports them has gone. But also, I can't support a team where the captain is a racist and an adulterer. And I can't support a team where I've, I know section of the fans who are racist and I've said racist, racist things. Mm. And this is a huge vocal support of the, of, the, of the fans. And when I'm on trains with these fans, these people say the most shocking things. Mm. And how can I now be a part of that by saying I support a club? And that means I support this section because these guys are these guys are like the the ultras of chelsea as in this they form the core of the chelsea supporters club right. so do you know I what annoys me though is you're racist right not double h <laughs> but yeah, these yeah. these particular supporters yeah but you'll have dda jugba you'll have michael essien you'll have claude makalele and golo kante just whoever's on the team and they're perfect they're fine black people in air quotes, they're okay as long as they're no. As, as long as they play for Chelsea, as long as they're doing their job, doing their thing, they're fine. It's they're, okay, but their mom, their dad, their brother, whoever Didier Drogba's brother is, if he tried to get on the train and you didn't know him from Adam, you wouldn't let him on the train. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Not, Which means you're just a hypocrite. As long as you're working for us, as long as you're doing what we need you to do, you score goals, you make tackles, you do X, Y, Z. We're even cool with you getting paid. I wouldn't say I wouldn't but, say but no, don't no. be black on my train. No, 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 no. I wouldn't say it's hypocritical. It's so hundred percent hypocritical. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Basically, the reason why it's not hypocritical is that it's I'm trying to think of the word whether it's it's human. Basically, what it is, no, no, what it is is that it's a sense of you are a racist person, you have issues with black people, but you are in love with your club. So as soon as this pl- player, black, whatever, plays for your club, you don't actually see their race. They're just part of your club. You actually still dislike that person. These same people will ask still, I bet you, because I've been in school where they still crack jokes about the black players on their team. Uh, Canterville, he was Chelsea's first black player in 1980. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, the, the first black player in Major League Baseball was 1947. Mm. This guy's 1980, which is something about in the 1980s or maybe 79, somewhere around there. So that says something about UK race relations that it took Chelsea 
until the 80s to get their first black player. But he, he would score goals, and they would either be to draw, to win, what have you. And Chelsea fans would say, we lost because the goal from the black guy doesn't count. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like, but also, to, to be very clear here, this is, not, this is not an indictment of all Chelsea fans because some of my friends and people that I know are Chelsea fans who are white and look, man, they, these guys are very nice guys. It's just that there are just sections, not all, they're just sections of Chelsea. You know what? Do you know, it's it's not even if we just say, oh, it's Chelsea, I think that's disingenuous to football mm. at large or just to the the population at large. Yeah. I don't think it's just, oh, this is a Chelsea issue. Like, if you go places like Millwall, I mean, come on. Mm. Uh, so it's not just endemic of Chelsea. Did, have, did you see the video of the little kid? Uh, that's the Millwall fan, like Millwall FML, you effing black C's. And this kid's like three. And oh his God. grandma is like running him through the chant of <laughs> Millwall F. It's crazy. Jeez. But it's just how people are brought up, which is an insane thing to think that that's how little kids are being brought up in, that, in those kind of traditions of racism, uh, xenophobia. Back to uh, the question. Nobody's brought up in a culture of sexual abuse, but I don't know what to say about it. Are, are Chelsea in trouble? I, they've probably always been, um, if, if you know what I mean, in, in terms of their reputation. Um, because me, personally speaking, I, I was a Chelsea fan from 2001, around there. I think I was 10 or 11, and I just decided that's my team on FIFA. And money came. Drogba came and it just, you know, solidified my fanship. But I wasn't thinking about, like, when you're a kid, you don't think about the people who go to the game. You think about the players. And I I just like the players that were on the team at the time. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank is one of my favorite players till right now. No, no, but you know, for me, it's like... And when you say you're a Chelsea fan, especially from outside London, I don't think you really understand the type of people that go to the games... Or you don't even understand necessarily the history, especially when you're 11, 12. It's only once you're already entrenched in the club and you go back and then you look at it like, yo, there's some really, really bad history here. But you're still attached to the love of football and the love of the club, the blue shirt, Stanford Bridge, the badge, the Lions. Even for me, it was similar. It's like I supported Chelsea because being a foreigner coming into London from Nigeria, I liked Chelsea because they were all foreign. <laughs> because this was, <laughs> you know, this, was, this, was the, this was like the time of Poye, um, Desai, right. Viali, Zola, Hulets. And I just liked it because they were all foreign. And these were all like ex-legends right. and ex-stars all players. I was like, oh, but this is actually a pretty cool team. To like. And I just liked their football and their philosophy where they'd beat United and they'd lose to Bradford. <laughs> a city away. So they were random. But I didn't realize what it meant to... I, obviously, I didn't know anything beyond just obviously, exactly what I said. I didn't know anything beyond the, the players and those the, the football. I didn't know, okay, the club, what the club stands for, the fans, friendship. I was just like, hey, look, I'm just a guy from Nigeria just coming to England. And yeah, this is just a team I just like what mm-hmm. they are. I didn't know anything about it. So, but when you now learn the stuff behind the scenes, they're like, oh, okay, you know, I mean, <laughs> this is interesting. So, yeah, but uh, again, where, where would you go where that history isn't evident? Wait, 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 what did you say again? I said, where, where would you go where that kind of history isn't evident? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So could, could you go to West Ham and be oh, good? No. 
Exactly. Like, could you go to Tottenham and be okay? Could you go to um, Arsenal and be okay? Could you go to United, Liverpool? Like, where where can you go? No, 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 no. It's true. Like, there's always look, man. There's there's always some debts with any club. So, hmm. or if you're looking of like the lesser evil, like because again, because like most people I know are Arsenal fans, and I've lived near the Arsenal Stadium and just the Arsenal area. And Arsenal has always been that kind of club where, yeah, look, you'll still get here some of the racist stuff, especially because I've been to the Emirates Stadium. It's very different, you know, and it's much more of like, like I've never heard that kind of stuff from Arsenal fans. Mm. But, but I told you that there's a documentary, there are like Millwall, West Ham, Chelsea. These guys are synonymous, you know. These, these, these clubs have been notorious as these are the guys that have fans who are very violent and very rude and very pro-profane. So every club has them, but there must be a reason why there are certain clubs that have always been pinpointed. It's like Chelsea, West Ham, Millwall. Well, see, I, I would... Uh, Leeds, just, Leeds, you know, yeah. so... Yeah, I would say um, football wasn't always this multi-billion dollar sport, you know? Mm. It was a sport for working class people played by mostly working class people who weren't getting paid, you know, King's Ransoms to kick a ball. And I would say the people who gravitated towards that weren't always the most accepting of different people, especially in like the 50s, 60s, 70s. You're, you're drawing a certain demograph of individual who isn't always open to uh, the others. So I, I guess that history lingers and some clubs have it worse than others, but I don't think any club is spotless. But yeah, I don't have a good answer for your question, Sharon. I mean, that's, that, that was a pretty heavy question. Yo, I have the, the game on, and it's totally shoulder to shoulder, okay, between Louise and Aguero. Like, they just did a slow motion replay, and it's totally shoulder to shoulder, and then Gary Cahill's on call <laughs> quickly follows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, I don't know if that was – it wasn't a red card, man. Look, from from the side, it was a red Yo, he, yo, yo, did, did you see when um, Gary Cahill scores the own goal? Mm. Sergio, oh, yeah. Aguero. Sergio Aguero, he comes yeah, up yeah, and taps yeah, yeah. him on the back like thanks. No, 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 look. So maybe it's well, it was karma, man. Karma. Yeah. Karma, karma, karma. Uh, Aguero's he's a bit he's rugged, man. He doesn't look it, but No no no, he's he's got a bit of a character. He's, he has that South American yeah. gusto to him, if you know what I mean. And and and, and Messi is also getting it as well. You know, you can see it's it's karma sometimes in Messi, you know. But yeah, man. Uh, are we done? Right, look, man. It's 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 this has obviously gone way over. <laughs> well, look, it was, it was busy. It was <laughs> we busy. never stick to a schedule. <laughs> Double H was like, we need to be professional and stick to a schedule. <laughs> look, we need to be clear. But look, but, but, but we can have a plan for Charles' abuse and um, racism. So. so yeah. Also, um, if you guys haven't listened to last week's, if you've made it this far, geez. We we did talking tactics extra. We talked about the unfortunate Chapa Coense flight. Um, we got a bit into the thirteenth documentary, Batman versus Superman. Uh, what else did we talk about? Fidel Castro. Um, so we got into things other than football, but I think the the main thing was how we feel about airplanes. But uh, yeah, talking tactics extra. We do that every couple of weeks. Um, so check that out. Got any plugs? Now look, man, just, you know, same old, same old, you know, the um, football hearts hang out on Wednesday after the Champions League, hang out 
this Sunday. It always happens every Sunday, 11 p.m. GMT, man. And yeah, yeah man, keep it up on the YouTube thing. We're, we're, we're just trying to do our thing, man, trying to do our thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. So subscribe to the Have Hope Football Hut. Um, follow Double H on Twitter at Have Hope Hut. You can follow me at Daniel to look. More importantly, follow at Talking Tactics. Twitter, Talking Tactics. Instagram, Talking Tactics. More, uh, SoundCloud, Talking Tactics. Basically everywhere, Talking Tactics. Leave those five-star reviews and we'll read them on the show. Yeah, man. Talking Tactics Podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. <laughs> Indeed. We'll see you guys this week. Thank you for listening. Peace. Podcast Network.